Hi there, and welcome to Be Quiz I Said So, a knowledge and trivia podcast designed for kids from little to big. My name is Jeff, and I'm so happy to be bringing this podcast to you. Two of my favorite things in this world are my nine-year-old son and playing games. What better way to bring them both together than to create a quiz game that everyone can play? So here's how the game works. There are three rounds with five questions in each round. I'll read all of the questions for that round and then come back and give you all the answers. I'll give you a few seconds in between each question and also a little time after I ask all the questions for that round for you to finish up thinking about your answers. If you need more time to answer, you can always press pause. Each round will get a little bit more difficult, so if you want to keep score, the first round questions are worth one point apiece, second round questions are worth two points apiece, and third round questions are worth three points apiece. This can be fun if you want to play against your family members or friends, but of course you don't have to keep score and you can always just enjoy answering the questions and maybe learning something that you don't already know. Are you ready to get started? Here we go. Our first round category this week is tools. Question number one. What do you call the top of a nail that you hit with a hammer? Question number two. What tool would you most likely use if you were either tightening or loosening nuts and bolts? Question number three. What is the common name for the tips on the blade of a saw? Question number four. What is another name for a power tool that has a handle at one end and a fast-moving chisel at the other end that can be used to break up concrete? Here's a hint. The first part of the word can also be a man's name. Question number five. What term can either be a tool that can be used to smooth or shape items like wood or metal, or can be the name of a place where you might store important paperwork? Those were your questions in the category of tools. I'll be back in just a second to give you the answers. Here are the answers to round number one. Question one, what do you call the top of a nail that you hit with a hammer? The answer is a head. Typically nails have a sharp point at one end and a flattened head at the other end, but some of them have a more rounded end at the top. You may have heard the expression hitting the nail on the head, which usually means that you got something exactly right. Question number two, what tool would you most likely use if you were either tightening or loosening nuts and bolts? The answer is a wrench. There are lots of different types of wrenches. Some are open-ended and some are a specific measurement. Some are adjustable that allow you to make the opening wider or narrower depending on the size of the nuts and bolts. Question three, what is the common name for the tips on a blade of a saw? The answer is teeth. Some saws have many small teeth and some have fewer teeth that are larger depending on the item that the saw is cutting. Question number four. What is another name for a power tool that has a handle at one end and a fast-moving chisel at the other that can be used to break up concrete? And I gave you a hint. The first part of the word can also be a man's name. The answer I was looking for was jackhammer. There's actually a hammer inside that moves up and down very quickly to tap on the chisel to strike against the concrete and break it up. Question number five. What term can either be a tool that can be used to smooth or shape items like wood or metal, or can be the name of a place where you might store important paperwork? The answer is a file. When talking about the tool, files are usually flat and have ridges of varying sizes for making small or large details. That was your first round in the category of tools. I hope you got some of those right. We're gonna move on to round number two. Round number two is in the category of transportation. Question number one. 
A locomotive is used in what type of transportation? Question number two. What function does a rudder have on a boat or a ship? Question number three. What is the last name of the brothers that are generally credited with the invention and building of the first airplane? Question number four. Though named after horses, the Bronco, the Colt, the Pinto, and the Mustang are all types of which transportation? Question number five. What type of transportation would you be using if you were competing in the Tour de France? I'll give you a few seconds to think about those answers in the category of transportation. Here are the answers in round number two. Question number one, a locomotive is used in what type of transportation? The answer is a train. The locomotive engine is either the front car in a train that pulls the other cars along or is at the back of the train and pushes the cars forward. Question two, what function does a rudder have on a boat or ship? The answer is to steer. Rudders are usually flat and help change the direction of a boat by moving to the left or to the right to use the force of the water to change direction. Question three, what is the last name of the brothers that are generally credited with the invention and building of the first airplane? The answer is right. In 1903 in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, they were able to sustain and control an airplane. Though they are generally credited with the invention, there are a couple of other people who claim to have invented the airplane first, namely Alberto Santos Dumont from Brazil and Gustave Whitehead from Connecticut. Question number four. Though named after horses, the Bronco, the Colt, the Pinto, and the Mustang are all types of which transportation? The answer is a car. There are other cars named after horses too. There's the Camargue made by Rolls-Royce, the Brumby made by Subaru, and the Pony made by Hyundai, just to name a few. Question number five. What type of transportation would you be using if you were competing in the Tour de France? The answer is a bicycle. Here are some fun facts about bicycles. The first bike was made from wood in 1817, though it didn't have pedals and you move forward by propelling yourself with your legs. Also, about 100 million bikes are manufactured each year worldwide, and in the Netherlands, 30% of all trips are made on bicycles. That was round two in the category of transportation. Hope you got a few of those right. For round number three, I received an email from a listener named Justin who said that his daughters Emma and Alice really love Greek mythology. I had to do a little research myself since it isn't a subject that I have a lot of knowledge in, but Alice and Emma know a lot about Greek mythology, so they asked for this round to be extra tough. So just be warned, this subject is a little advanced, but for those of you who aren't experts in Greek mythology, stick around and maybe you'll find some interesting facts that you can learn more about later if you're interested. Question number one. What is the name of the mythical creature that has the body of a man, but the head of a bull? Question number two. What type of creature created the lightning bolts that Zeus throws when he gets mad? Question number three. What is the name of the river that forms the boundary between Earth and the underworld? Question four. What is the name of Daedalus's son, who along with Daedalus escaped imprisonment by using wings made of feathers and wax? Question number five. 
Medusa, a creature with snakes for hair that can turn people into stone by looking at them, had two sisters. What were either of their names? Okay, Emma and Alice, and everyone else, here's your chance to gather up your answers. Here are the answers for our Greek mythology questions. Remember, these were very hard. For those of you who don't know Greek mythology, it's okay that you might not have gotten some of the questions or any of them right. Question number one. What is the name of the mythical creature that has the body of a man but the head of a bull? The answer is Minotaur. Minotaur lived in the middle of an elaborate maze called a labyrinth. Minos was the king of Crete who forced him to live in the maze. Question number two. What type of creature created the lightning bolts that Zeus throws when he gets mad? The answer is the Cyclops. You've probably heard of a Cyclops as being a giant human-like creature with one single eye in the middle of its forehead. Question number three. What is the name of the river that forms the boundary between Earth and the underworld? The answer is the River Styx. It was said that the River Styx had magical powers that could make someone who bathed in it invulnerable. Achilles' mother was believed to have dipped him in the water, which made him invulnerable against attacks, except for the heel, which is where his mother held him to dip him in the water. Question number four. What is the name of Daedalus' son, who, along with Daedalus, escaped imprisonment by using wings made of feathers and wax? The answer is Icarus. Both Icarus and Daedalus were imprisoned in the same labyrinth that was built for the Minotaur. In fact, Daedalus was the person who built the labyrinth, and Minos imprisoned them there as a punishment for giving Minos's daughter a ball of string to help Theseus find his way through the maze and kill the Minotaur. Question number five. Medusa, a creature with snakes for hair that can turn people into stone by looking at them, had two sisters. What were either of their names? You could have said Stheno or Eurylee. All three were monsters known as Gorgons that had scaly hides, wings, fangs, and snakes for hair, among other creepy features. All of them could turn a person into stone by looking at them. Okay, Emma and Alice, you have to tell me if you got some of these questions right, if they were too easy, or if they were too hard for you being Greek mythology experts. Also, I'm not quite sure that I pronounced everything correctly, so if there's a different way to pronounce things, go ahead and let me know that too. And thanks, Justin, for reaching out to suggest this category, because I really enjoyed researching it to come up with these questions. And that's the end of the game. Did you get some of the questions right? Did you learn something you didn't already know? And probably the most important question is, did you have fun? I sure hope so, because I had a blast making this game and hosting it for you. Parents and adults, I hope you had a good time listening as well. If you have any suggestions or feedback, I'd be happy to hear from you. You can email me at so at gmail.com, and that's spelled B-E-Q-U-I-Z-I-Said-So. All one word. And if you or anyone listening have any suggestions for categories or want to submit any listener questions for me to include in a future episode, you can email those to me as well, just like Justin did. Thank you again for listening to and playing along with this game. My name is Jeff, and I've been your host. Stay tuned for future episodes so you can play some more. You can click subscribe to get notifications when new episodes are released, and please leave me a review. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Because I Said So. You can also visit our website at BecauseIsaidSoPodcast.com. Until next time, stay healthy, eat your vegetables, and keep learning. Bye-bye.